Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, you guys. What is going on? I am super excited to chat with you guys today. I got the whole freaking house to myself. And it's so funny when I say this because it's literally just Andrew and I who live in our house. Um, so it's not even like if he is home, it's like, you know, like the whole house is like, you know, there's like loud noises and things like that. It's really just Andrew and I, but I am home by myself and I'm super excited to chat with you guys. Um, and I'm going to share my story of how I stopped secret eating, how I stopped eating in secret and how you guys can start getting more comfortable eating in front of other people. And don't mind my hair right now. I did a yoga class this morning and I just didn't feel like doing anything with it. So I'm home alone. And normally, like back when I was struggling with my relationship with food, you guys, and I was binging, any opportunity that I got, any opportunity that I got where I was home alone it would automatically be a binge. It did not matter if it was eight in the morning. It didn't matter if it was a Tuesday afternoon. It did not matter if I literally just went out for lunch and I came home and my partner had to go somewhere. It didn't matter how full I was. I literally would use that opportunity to binge. And the reason why people binge or just eat in secret 99.9% of the time is because you are judging yourself. You are judging yourself for what it is that you're eating and you feel guilty. You feel bad about the foods that you're eating. And because you're placing so much judgment on, on yourself, the last thing that you would want, yeah, shame. The last thing that you would want is for somebody to also judge you right? Like you're already judging yourself so much. And maybe you're even commenting, like you shouldn't be eating this. Like you don't need to be eating that much. Like we, we, you know, have all these comments that we're saying to ourselves. So the last thing that you would want is for somebody else to tell you those things that you're already telling yourself, right? You don't want other people to be judging you because you're already so heavily judging yourself. Right. And I think this is the thing too. We have these identities. We have these identities. So I was known as the healthy person. I was known as the fit one in the friend group. I was known as the personal trainer. I was known as, you know, the health coach. So everybody knew me as this like motivated, disciplined person who always orders a salad, who works out all the time, who eats so healthy. Like this was back in the day. So there would be no way that I would ever, ever eat junk or chocolate or order something that I deemed as like unhealthy in front of these people because they would literally comment. They would literally be like, wait, you're, you're getting, you're ordering that. 
like you're the personal trainer or like you're the health coach or, um, wow, I can't even believe you're ordering dessert. Like these are the comments that people would say. And because people knew me as this way, I literally felt boxed in. I literally felt like I couldn't get dessert. I couldn't get seconds. I couldn't eat what I actually wanted to eat. Yes, because I was judging myself, but also because people would question what I was eating. And there is so much like there's all these like mind games playing in your mind, like you shouldn't do this or you're not allowed to eat this or you shouldn't go for seconds or like you shouldn't be eating this. Like we get so up in our heads, right? And I was literally just terrified, terrified to eat in front of other people. It wasn't even like I was scared to eat chocolate or chips. Like obviously I'd be scared to eat those foods, but even just regular foods, you guys, I was so scared to eat in front of other people. Like I was so terrified that I would literally just not eat all day. I would literally not eat all day. Like at social events, I literally just wouldn't eat. There was something because here's the thing. Also, when you're binging, right, when you're home alone and you're binging, you are probably 90% of the time, you're probably standing up in front of the kitchen, like you're not even sitting down, you're eating so fast. I literally remember like so vividly, I would be in my kitchen at my parents' house because this was years ago. Now I live with Andrew on my own. I'd be at my parents' house. I'd be standing up right in front of the kitchen, right in front of the, um, the cabinets. And I would literally be like shoving food down my throat, not even tasting it, not even sitting down out of body experience. Like I had, I felt like I was in a different planet. It literally was this full on out of body experience eating so fast. So I was so used to eating that way that literally when I went to go eat in front of other people, I, I didn't even know how to eat. I had this fear. Yeah. I can totally rate. This is, this is, this is so common. Right. And I had this fear that people were going to like find out that I was a binge eater. Like this was my dirty little secret. Like nobody knew that I binged. Nobody knew. And it took me like three years or something like that into my relationship with Andrew that I finally told him, but nobody knew. Nobody knew. And I'm like, if I'm so used to eating super fast, like not even sitting down, like eating straight from the bag, I like, if I go to a social event, I don't even know how to eat. Like, I'm literally going to think that like, when I'm putting this in my mouth, somebody's going to think I'm a binge eater. Like, I don't know. Right. And that was like my biggest fear. So it wasn't just about eating trigger foods in front of other people. I had this like deep fear in my belly and like my, my whole body that I was just so uncomfortable eating in front of other people. And so I would always eat in secret in high school. I would, I would go all day, all day without eating. And then obviously, because I literally went all day without eating. What do you think happened? I got home from school at three o'clock and I had like 30 minutes before my mom would pick me up. So I knew I'm like, okay, just make it through the day. You're going to come home. I had literally had 30 minutes in between the time I got home and the time that my mom picked me up. Cause I was competitive dancer. So she brought me to dancing and I literally would take that 30 minutes and I would just binge. 
this like every single day. Had that window of opportunity. Again, it didn't matter if I was not hungry. It didn't matter if I was, if I had a snack at school, like it didn't even matter. I literally would just take that opportunity to binge. Nobody's here. I can eat however much I want. I can eat whatever I want. Nobody's going to find out. It was like my safe place, the safe time where I felt actually calm. And I had these like weird things with food where especially if I was going to be binging on like a trigger food, it needed to be the right temperature. I needed to be wearing the right outfit. I needed to be sitting in like a comfortable place. Like, you know what I mean? Like there were so many different things that I felt that I needed to do in order to fully enjoy this meal. Because if I'm having this trigger food, there is no way I'm not going to enjoy it. I needed to enjoy it fully. And it's so funny because you don't enjoy it fully when you're binging. Yeah, it becomes a ritual. Isn't that so funny? We do everything that we can to get the temperature right to like, I literally, I would have to be in like a comfortable outfit. There wouldn't be no way I'd be like wearing a, uh, like an outfit that was like so tight. Like I had to be in the right outfit. I needed to be in the right environment. I needed to like have my hair up. I needed to like make sure that if I was eating something, like I said, it was the right temperature, like all these different things so I could fully enjoy it. And then I would literally binge on it and not even be able to taste the food. It's wild and it's crazy. Yeah, weight loss surgery doesn't fix this. No, because it's 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 what's going on in the brain. There's like, there's emotions attached to it, like our identity, like there's so many layers, right? So I have the house to myself today. And a few years ago, you guys, <laughs> I would not even be doing this live right now. I would literally be on my couch, so full, so bloated, lying there, like, just like, I don't know what to do because I'm literally so full from binging any opportunity that I would get. And it's so interesting because now that I'm on the other side and I'm, I'm binge free, I actually had my chocolate chip pancakes yesterday. So this, this used to be a trigger food of mine, you guys, like a huge trigger food. I used to only have them one time per week as like a cheat meal. This was when I was, um, like I was following like meal plans and I was like doing clean eating. And then one time per week, I would have a cheat meal. So I'd only have chocolate chip pancakes once. And again, always in secret. And I knew that I was obviously going to be home all day today. And you know what I literally thought of? I'm like, I'm going to get so much done for my business. I'm going to do a live stream. I'm going to go on like this long walk by myself. I'm going to plan some posts. Like I'm literally thinking about like how productive I could literally be. The thought of binging does not even cross my mind. And last night, Andrew and I together had chocolate chip pancakes. That would have never happened a few years ago. If I knew today I would be home alone, there would be no way that, first of all, I would be eating chocolate chip pancakes with my husband. I would always eat it in secret. And there would be no way that I'd be eating it the day before I was home alone. I would have definitely waited until the day where I was home alone so that I could fully 
enjoy this, this trigger food. And now there is zero desire to binge. I don't even have the urge to binge. Literally, I'm home alone. I have the whole house to my couch. I could literally eat whatever I want. There's just zero desire. And it's not just because I had chocolate chip pancakes yesterday. I, there's just no desire. I don't feel the need to eat in secret because of a few things. And this is what, this is how this can help you as well. Stop eating in secret. I stopped judging myself for what I actually wanted to eat. I needed to work really hard because I had this mindset of like, I'm a health freak and like, I love eating healthy and I still do to this day, but I don't see food as like, this is a good food and this is a bad food. Because if you do every time you have chocolate or whatever it is that you enjoy, you're going to be thinking that you're, you're bad. You're doing something wrong. So then you're going to judge yourself for it. And when you judge yourself for eating something that you feel is bad, you feel like a failure. So then you don't just have a little bit of chocolate in your mind, you're like, because I already messed up, because I am doing something wrong, I'm going to utilize the rest of the day to say, fuck it, excuse my French, screw it. I'm just going to binge the rest of the day. And then tomorrow I'm going to get back on track. How many of us are stuck in this all or nothing black or white mentality? You are doing nothing wrong by eating foods that you love. So that was really the first thing that I did. Like I needed to stop judging myself. I don't care if I want something sweet and my husband doesn't. There are plenty of times where I'm like, you know, I'm going to have some chocolate chip pancakes. Do you want some? And he's literally like, no, like I'm going to have a proper dinner. And I'm like, okay, that's not stopping me. I'm going to have my chocolate chip pancakes. Like that's what I feel like. But a few years ago, if my husband wouldn't want chocolate chip pancakes with me and he would make that comment that used to trigger me, like, no, I'm going to have a proper dinner. There would literally be no way that I would have chocolate chip pancakes because I would feel like, well, you should have a proper dinner as well, too. But because I don't judge myself, I'm like, the most important thing is that I'm satisfying me. The most important thing is that I am enjoying the foods that I want. Because if you don't actually allow yourself to eat the foods that you want, what ends up happening is you just binge on them in secret when nobody's around because nobody can judge you. Right? So that's the first step. You have to stop judging yourself. If you don't stop judging yourself, you're always going to think people are judging you and nobody cares what you're eating. Like literally nobody cares. You think my husband cares if I'm eating a snack at 10 o'clock at night? No. Do you think my husband cares if I'm eating chocolate chip pancakes? No. Do you think my husband cares if I go to the store and get a, no, he doesn't freaking care. And your partner or your family probably does not give two shits either. But the judgment that you're placing on yourself is literally what creates these thoughts in your mind that everyone else is judging you and nobody else is judging you. Some people will, that's just, the way people are, but 99.9% of the time, people are not going to be judging you, but you are judging yourself. So that's really like the first thing. The second thing that really helped me stop eating in secret. And that can really help you as well too, is like start eating in front of other people. 
And I'm not talking about like, you don't have to go like balls to the wall and start eating like trigger foods in front of other people, but just start eating in front of other people. So at the beginning, there would be no way that I would eat trigger foods in front of other people. Like just no way, like there's no possible way. So I just started, you know, eating like normal food. So for example, if we were at a barbecue, I wouldn't wait all evening and then come home and binge. I would eat what I was having at the barbecue, right? If, you know, I was out with my friends or, you know, we were somewhere and, you know, they're like, Hey, like, you know, do you want to grab something? Or, you know, we were at a somebody's house and they offered like, here's some watermelon, like even like, just like healthy foods. Like I literally would be so scared to eat in front of other people. And I started saying, yes, like, yes, I want some. Yes. Let's have some. So I started getting used to eating foods in front of other people, even healthy foods. Right. So you don't have to jump from like, I always eat in secret, especially my trigger foods to then all of a sudden, like, you know, eating all these trigger foods in front of other people, but it's just starting to eat in front of other people. And for me, I needed to start with people that I felt comfortable with. So I started eating more in front of like my mom. She always made me feel really comfortable, right? Because you have some people that they're going to speak their mind. Like maybe you have an aunt that always freaking comments about like how much you're eating or what you're eating. Or you have an uncle who always like makes a joke of like, wow, like, are you sure you're going to eat all that? Or like, you know, you're going up for seconds, like, wasn't your first portion really huge? Like, you're always going to have people um, that, you know, make comments about like how much you're eating and what you're eating. So start with those people that you feel safe with start with those people that yeah, that make you feel safe, right? A, A parent, maybe a sibling or whatever it is to get more comfortable. And for me, you guys, this might sound crazy. I needed to literally start eating foods that were easy to eat. So I wouldn't start having like a spaghetti bowl with my friends. I literally would like chop up, like, this is so crazy. I would literally have a chicken breast and I would like chop it up to like small, small, small pieces. So it was easy for me to eat, right? Like I wouldn't be having spaghetti where like, it's going to be a disaster. And I'm trying to like eat the spaghetti bowl. I'm like, what's easy. Okay. Cherry tomatoes, very easy. Baby carrots, very easy. Um, you know, cut up chicken pieces, very easy to eat. I don't know. That really worked for me. Um, just getting more comfortable eating in front of other people. And then once you stop judging yourself and you're eating foods that are, um, you know, easy to eat, with people that you feel more comfortable with, then it's going to be a lot more easier for you to eat those foods in front of other people. And the last thing that I'm going to say too, is like, especially with trigger foods, right? If those are the foods, because most of the time you eat like trigger foods in secret, like you're not going to be stressed out about like eating broccoli by yourself, right? Like if you're home alone, especially like late at night, you're probably eating like ice cream or chocolate or cookies, like things that you don't allow yourself to have during the day. So allow yourself to have them during the day, at least triggering times, right? So if chocolate is a trigger food for you, and you typically have it in the evenings when you're home alone, then you can start having it during the day, like less triggering, and then with people, right? Because if you are having a trigger food, when you know it's already a slippery slope for you, 
right? You know that the evenings are already a challenging time and then you're adding a trigger food. Like, of course, that's probably not going to end up in the best situation. Or you are having a trigger food when you're alone and you know that you always binge when you're alone, then that's probably not the best time to be introducing these foods, right? And then the last thing, like what I just not even intentionally did last night is, and this just made me think of it, like if you know that you're going to be home alone, right? Let's say on a Tuesday afternoon, have one of your favorite foods the day before. Have a snack or have something that you really enjoy like two days before. Normalize it. If you only have those foods when you're home alone, you're literally like treating it like, oh my gosh, this is this special thing. But if you eat it on like a Tuesday afternoon when you're with people or you're with your partner and you don't save it only for the time when you're home alone, you're going to neutralize it. But if you only wait until you're home alone to eat it, it's always going to feel like a secret food. It's always going to feel like this trigger food. So you don't have to wait until you're home alone to eat these foods. But you will, you're going to wait until you're home alone to eat these foods if you're continuously judging yourself. You're not a bad human for literally eating the foods that you love. Like when I say it like that, it's kind of crazy, right? You beat yourself up for eating chocolate when you love chocolate. Like how dare you? How dare you enjoy chocolate? Like how dare you, right? Like it's so funny when I, when I put it like that, like you're allowed to eat those foods. You're allowed to eat the foods that you love. But if you feel like you shouldn't or you're bad because you're, you know, eating foods that you enjoy, you're always going to hide it. You're always going to hide it. So watch how you are speaking to yourself when you're enjoying those foods that you love. Ironically, when I allowed myself to eat chocolate chip pancakes, I had them less. Before, when I was doing clean eating, meal plans, one cheat meal per week, I would always binge on them, always binge on them and then feel so sick the next day and be like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to do that again. And then the next, you know, Saturday came about and I'm like, oh, it's my cheat meal. Well, I obviously get to have my chocolate pancakes because like, I don't get to do this until one week after. So obviously I ought to take advantage and this is my opportunity to binge. And then I would feel sick and then I would keep doing that cycle all over again. And ironically, when I allowed myself to eat the foods that I love, like my chocolate chip pancakes, I don't have them every week. But even if I do, I don't binge on them because I don't judge myself for eating them. I don't feel bad about eating them. I don't eat them in secret. Like last night I had them with my husband, right? So that these are all things to, to take into consideration, right? I don't beat myself up. I'm like, it's chocolate chip pancakes. I no longer say this is a trigger food or this is a bad food. I'm just like, I'm having my chocolate chip pancakes, right? It's not a special food. I'm eating them with my husband. You know, we're, we're together. We're just chilling. Like it's normal. So this was like a lot um, in one conversation, but I just felt this was really helpful. Hopefully this was helpful for you guys because again, I'm home alone and I'm literally just like, I'm so excited to chat with you guys. I'm going to go for a walk after this. Hopefully it doesn't rain. Um, And then 
I get to look forward to my husband coming home later today and I got to cuddle with him. I'm going to be in a great mood because I'm going to be, you know, productive or even if I'm not productive, I'm just chilling and watching something. I'm going to be in a good mood. If I didn't heal my relationship with food and I would have binged when I was home alone, he would have gotten home and I would have been like, don't look at me. Don't touch me. Like I would have been in the worst mood and that's not fair for him either. Do you guys see how your relationship with food impacts other people, right? Like my husband's always like, you get so excited when I come home. And I'm like, yeah, because I freaking love you. And like, I can't wait to cuddle with you. But when I was binging and eating in secret and all that jazz, it's like, I literally would be in baggy clothes. I'm like, wouldn't want to be intimate when he got home. Like I would just be like, don't look at me. Don't touch me. I'm bloated and so disgusted. I'd be so mad at myself that I wasted a day where I literally could have gotten so much done. And I just wasted it binging and then spending the whole rest of the day feeling so bloated, just like laying down on the couch. So your life can get so much better, so much richer. Your relationships can get so much better with your partner, with your friends, with your family, your mood can get better. Your sex life can get better. Like everything can get better when you stop eating in secret. You take these foods off a pedestal. You stop judging yourself and you do the work to heal your relationship with food. So I'm going to go for a walk. Yes. I don't know where the sun went. What the heck? (laughs) I'm going to go for a walk. Hopefully you guys found this helpful. Uh, I think there's a few of you guys on. Do you guys have anything for me? Any like questions that you want to ask me or let me know, was this like helpful? Did this resonate with you guys at all? Anything that you want to share? You can give me some hearts, hearts if this was helpful. How are we doing? I am like such, I like respond to things. So um, if you guys want to let me know how this was for you, I know secret eating Um, just like eating in secret is just like literally so freaking common. Like it's literally so common and not people, not a lot of people talk about it. So I'm like, I'm going to get on here, talk about it to share with you guys that there is a way out. Although it is like common. And I say this a lot, like eating in secret is common, but it's not normal. Like I never knew it wasn't normal. I'm just like, I don't know. It's a thing that I do every night, you know, (laughs) like, doesn't everyone else do this? Like it's, there's like judgment free zone can eat whatever I want. You know, it's just so interesting. So anyways, you guys, thanks for hanging out with me. I am going to go for my walk. I'm going to go chill. Um, so thanks you guys for being here. Have an amazing rest of your day and we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Oh, wait, there's a comment. (laughs) I'm not going to go yet. I found this helpful. One quick question. What can we do to counter eating in secret when you get shamed for eating something? So this is where you have to build mental resilience. So this is what I, I call it mental resilience, AKA you got to build up your, you got to, you got to heal. You got to heal internally, not just heal your relationship with food. You got to heal. You got to be confident as a person because the reality is, is people are always going to you know, shame you for what you're eating. People are always going to make comments about what you're eating. Still to this day, I literally get people commenting on how much I'm eating and what I'm eating. Like I get it all. Still, people don't get it. People still don't get it. 
But because I've healed myself and I'm confident in how much I'm eating, I'm not doing anything weird and secret. I'm listening to my body. If I want seconds, I'm going to go for seconds because I know that it's true hunger and I'm not just like binging, then I'm not triggered, right? So right now when you're in the thick of like healing and you don't want to be eating in secret. So like you're eating in front of other people, then somebody makes a comment. It is going to be very hard and it's going to be triggering because, you know, you're still working through things. So once you really heal and you own how much you're eating, you stop judging yourself for what you're eating. Then somebody can make a comment and it's not triggering, right? So this was 2019. This is 2019. I knew I was binging. So I was in the kitchen and I literally was binging in the kitchen. And then whatever, my parents came home or whatever. And then literally like half an hour later, we were having dinner and my parents knew that I was eating something because they obviously saw me in the kitchen and we were like sitting down for dinner. And my dad was like, and again, no shame, but my dad, we had this conversation, whatever. But he made a comment of like, oh, you're eating again. And literally I started bawling my eyes out. It felt like a stab to my freaking chest. Like, yes, I know. I know I'm freaking eating again. Like, I know I get it. It's almost like I felt like it was being rubbed into my face. Like you eat so much. But the reason why it was so triggering for me was because I knew that I was going to eat and I wasn't hungry. I knew that I literally just binged beforehand. Right. So I not only was I not healed and like I was heavily judging myself that now this person commented on the fact that I was going to eat again, like that was really triggering for me. But I knew that what I was doing, like it wasn't genuine hunger. Like I literally was just binging and I'm just like going to use the rest of the night for like a free for all. And that's why it can be so triggering. Right. Now, Obviously somebody like shaming you for eating something like that's, that's them. Like people check project their own insecurities. So when somebody is insecure about how much they're eating or what they're eating, they will oftentimes make comments about how much you're eating to try to feel better about themselves. Right? So for example, if somebody is like, you know, you're at a birthday or whatever, and you know, you're eating cake. And maybe they don't want cake. They're going to be like, oh, well, like you better burn that off at the gym. Right. Or they'll say a comment like that because that's what they believe they would have to do. That's why they're not having it. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's like people project their own insecurities. Or if you don't want dessert and somebody else wants dessert, they're going to be like, why aren't you eating dessert? Come on. It's a birthday party. Like, it's not that many calories. Like you can just burn it off tomorrow. Again, they're going to make these comments to make themselves feel better about their decision. When people are uncomfortable about what they're eating or how much they're eating, they project their insecurities onto you. So it has absolutely nothing to do with you when people are commenting about your food choices and it has everything to do about themselves their insecurities. There was this one time at the cottage. This was a few years ago where I was at the cottage with my sister. And this was like year, like 
probably like 10 years ago. And my whole family was like, you know, we're going to watch a movie. You're at the cottage, right? We're watching a movie. You pull out the snacks. Like that's just what you do at the cottage, right? It's like snacks, movie, campfire vibes, like snacks, all the things, right? And my sister was like, oh, I don't want a snack. And I literally was like to her, I'm like, you're not going to have a snack. Like, come on, we're watching a movie. Everyone's having a snack. And she was like, I don't want a snack. I didn't realize that that could have been really triggering. That could have been a really triggering comment. But the reason I was saying that, like, why don't you want a snack? Just eat a snack. Like everyone else is eating one. The reason I said that was because I felt bad for eating a snack. She wasn't eating a snack. Well, then what the heck am I doing? I probably shouldn't be eating the snack. So it had nothing to do with her. But because I was judging myself for wanting a snack when somebody else didn't want it, I was like trying to get her to have a snack so that I could feel better about having a snack. Does that make sense? Right? That's just like anything. If, if you know, your friend doesn't want dessert and you want dessert, then you're going to be like, come on, it's, you know, it's my birthday or like, whatever, come on, who cares? It's a Saturday night, like whatever, you'll get back to your diet tomorrow. Like people say these crazy things just because they don't want to be the only ones having dessert or they don't want to be the only ones getting seconds or they don't want to be the only ones having snacks at nine o'clock at night. So that's really the number one reason why people make comments is because they're just not confident in themselves. So to become resilient, you got to be confident in yourself. You got to heal your relationship with food, like heal yourself from the inside out so that comments can be said to you and you're just not triggered. Like somebody can say a comment to me. And I, like I said, I still get comments about like how much I'm eating and what I'm eating, whatever. And I'm literally just like, okay, (laughs) like, I don't care. I'm going up for seconds. Like I'm hungry right? Like I'm not going to not listen to my body because somebody else is going to make a comment like, no, thank you. I'm going to fuel my body. I'm going to take care of my body. And even if I'm not hungry and I just want the freaking dessert or I want to have my chocolate chip pancakes, I don't care what you think. I'm going to do it because when I meet my own needs and I'm satisfied, there is literally zero desire to binge. So own your food choices and really heal yourself from the inside out so that these comments aren't so triggering. So that is what I would say. But what a great question. Thank you for asking. Um, So yeah, hopefully that was helpful for you guys. I love coming on and chatting with you guys. This was so much fun. Um, So thanks for being here. Have an incredible rest of your day. You're so welcome. Thanks for asking your question. I hope that was so helpful for you. So thank you guys so much. Enjoy the rest of your day and we'll see you guys soon. Bye.